0: Our guest this week is Greg Simony. He's known as Yeti to the F three men down in the F three Suncoast. He comes recommended to us by Bing, and when Bing recommends somebody, we usually bring him on. And one of the reasons, the main reason, we brought him on is because he has a nonprofit organization called Push to Inspire. That's P U S H. The number two Inspire, and what he does is he does triathlons, but he pulls along uh, those people with uh, disabilities and uh, special needs people. Uh, in the run, the swim, and the bike. And he's found his purpose in life doing that. He's working for something bigger than himself. You'll hear his story as he's had some ups and downs uh, in his life and uh, had a little bit of a yo-yo going on with his fitness, but now he's quite fit and he's pulling people through the the golf down there when he swims and running and biking with them. Uh, so please enjoy this episode as he's been uh, actually quite humbling and inspiring to dial up and eye as we talk to him.
1: Welcome to the High Impact Man podcast. High impact men from across the nation sharing their stories of inspiration, encouragement, and hope.
2: Gosh, seek transformational relationships.
0: What you're hearing from the culture is not right. Pick up the six, you know what I mean? But you never know who your six sometimes is.
2: Stop being less.
1: To help others become the virtuous leaders they're called to be and that our nation desperately needs.
0: All right, here we go with another episode of the High Impact Man podcast. Thanks for tuning in, whether you're mowing the lawn or make, taking a run or sitting in your house or driving in your car. We appreciate you do tuning in to the High Impact Man podcast. We've got another great guest today, uh, Greg Simony. He's F F3 Yeti from down in F3 Suncoast area. He's been recommended by Bing, our buddy Bing, and he sends us guys from time to time, and they have not disappointed. So... Um, we're gonna uh, get rolling here in a, in a second. My name is Nevin Gorky. I, I'm known as Defib in the in the gloom to my F3 brothers. Joined as I, as always by Troy Klinger. He's known as Dial Up uh, in the gloom to uh, all our F3 mates. And uh, just so, so this is gonna air in about two weeks, so that'll be about the end of September when y'all are hearing this. And Dial Up, Spielberg, and Gandalf from our region so far. Are getting their minds right and getting their bodies right for GTE 44 and Cape Fear. Yeah, you ready, brother? <laughs>
1: Can you ever really be ready? I'm, <laughs> I'm doing my best. Uh, yeah, gonna working to prepare the body and the uh, the mind. i, I I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna hate getting wet and getting sandy.
0: Oh, there you go. All you Cape Fear cadre Why? right now. Make sure you get down <laughs> nice and sandy and wet. Why
1: I picked to do one at the beach, uh, I'm not quite sure. But uh, anyway.
0: You know, we could practice that. Yeah, we could. I I'll have I'll, Maybe I'll throw that in. We're having a CSOP October 7th that I'm queuing that nobody knows is going on. Get us dirty, get so, us wet. Yeah, but, uh, we gotta
1: yeah. you got to do things that make you uncomfortable. So yeah. uh, I look forward to the experience.
0: There you go. There you go. And we don't know. Maybe we'll get some more guys from our region to go down. Jigawatt and myself are going down. We're going to do the Saturday events, the King Builder and stuff. Uh, I've gotten some uh, permission to to tag along with the overnight ruck. Uh, Can't get under the log because of my back issues, but I get to hang out and do that. And uh, maybe we'll be recording this podcast live from the GTE if they allow me. We'll see. Heckling dial up. Heckling dial up all the way, and Yeti. Gandalf and Spielberg. Yes, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. All right. Well, our guest today, as I said, is is uh, F three Yeti, and uh, Yeti, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me, guys. You're welcome. Yeti's coming us coming to us from Lakewood Ranch down there in Florida. I think you would be in the Bradenton you address, right?
2: Exactly. Yep. Man. Yep. It is a Bradenton address. Yep.
0: Yeah, he lives, he lives not far from where my wife and I lived for a year in uh, Central Park down in Lakewood Ranch. Uh, Yeti, you may not know this, but um, let's see, I was 50, I'm 57, so seven years ago, uh, my wife and I moved there, and uh, Bing had started the first AO in Lakewood Ranch, that it wasn't a region yet, my wife saw it on Facebook and said, hey, you need to go to this, so that's how I got started with F3, was down there with Bing and the guys, and um that's how I got my name and all. And uh, a year later, I moved back here. So, uh, and now we got F3 rolling up here. But uh, but I'm familiar with the territory at least a little bit down there. And I've visited a few times and posted to uh, downrange with y'all. I don't think I've ever met you, though. So, uh, you're relatively new to F3, right?
2: I am. You know, I met Bing back in um, January. I was swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, he was in a, lane, in a lane or two over from me. We just started chatting. And I said, Why don't you come out and run with us? Like, all right. So. Um, I, you know, I have a running group here, but I thought, you know, you can always meet new people and that's really been a great group for me. Um, I do their, you know, I do, uh, run a week with them, but they got some, they have some people that can move. So it pushes me and challenges me, which I like. So it's a good group of guys down here.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. They got some, some serious athletes down there. Um, now I was, you know, I'm curious when you, when you're swimming in Florida and you're preparing for things like we're going to get into with you, brother, uh, doing triathlons and stuff. What? You have to swim in a pool, right? I mean, you can't go out in one of those lakes or ponds or anything because you might get eaten by an alligator, right? So you got to you gotta find a pool.
2: So the hardcore guys here, they go in the open water. I um I get made fun of a lot because I won't do it. Yeah. So be it. You know, I'll do it in a race, but, um yeah, I swim in a pool. Um And that's true. I do a lot of the training. I swim with they. what I've learned this year, you know, it's been a process of years, which I'm sure we'll get into, but what I've learned this year is um, – I've really been able to up my personal level by surrounding myself with people that are that much better than me. Um, kind of sucks at first, absolutely getting your teeth kicked in, but um, you get used to it and you do get stronger and better. And that's this year kind of what I've, what I've done as far as the running and swimming go.
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, The only way to get faster is to run and run with faster people. I think, uh, yeah, it's, and that's, that's Dial-Up's problem. We don't have anybody faster than him, so we got to find some guys to come join our runs that <laughs> are faster than him. Um, his son's got to come.
1: Yeah, I need him to show up. Yeah, Pong will beat him. Hopefully so. Saturday he comes, right? Yeah, yeah. Hope for the weekend.
0: So, uh, so tell us how you got your uh, your name, Yeti. How did they come up with that name?
2: Well, um, you know, they asked what I do. I saw you know, walking coolers and freezers, and they kind of uh, just came up with Yeti. They uh, thought it would be a... Yeah, so I saw the big, you know, the, the big walk-ins and um, for the again for coolers and freezers. So they came up with Yeti, and that was it. It stuck with me ever since. Since mm-hmm. January. Yeah, <laughs> nice.
0: That makes sense. Not too complicated.
2: Yep.
1: Would be, if we played no, our I'm guessing, for if, if we played our guessing game, we might might have come up with that. I'm sorry, I blew
0: like that. it. That's I okay. I, yeah, you should have yeah. stopped me. Oh well. <laughs> and, you know, speaking of swimming in open water down there, um, where do they swim when they swim in the open water?
2: Just off the shore, Siostaki, Lino. Um, oh, so out, the in the yeah. out in the ocean, or out in the Gulf.
0: Oh, yeah. yeah, right out in the Gulf. Okay, all right, that makes sense. <laughs>
1: what would you think they...
0: Well, the, there's, you know. there's lakes down there and stuff, and things we would call ponds, they call lakes, but, you know, the one is a big lake. We went, when we were down there, we visited this place called Mayaka State Park, and uh, they you go to this area where there's a little restaurant, and they you could rent boats to take out, you know, to row. I think they're canoes, but anyway, I can't... I think they were just... Canoes like kayak type things, um, and my wife is like, "I'm not going out there. They have alligators out there." I said, "Honey, they're small alligators. You've seen the alligators around our house. They're just like just <laughs> tiny things. We can, you know, I <laughs> they're just small alligators. They're not that big. I mean, it's not a big deal. Not, we're in a boat, you know. They're not going to attack the boat. They're too small." And sure enough, we we get out, we parked there, our whole family's there, and we walk over, and um, fortunately, I guess they were out of boat rentals. We couldn't rent one if we wanted to. But I looked at there's this little inlet, this little tongue of an inlet that we were on one side. On the other side was this alligator. He looked like a an African crocodile. I mean, the thing had to be fifteen to twenty feet long, nose to tail. I mean, it was huge. I think if that thing wanted to get the boat, it could. Yeah, it, there's got some big lizards down there, brother. So hey, hey
1: Yeti, one question I have for you as uh, an as a, a non athlete or non triathlete, mainly because I, I would probably drown on the swim. I can I get the bike and the run would be would be not bad, but the swimming would just destroy me. What's it like if you train in the pool all the time? What's it like then when you go out and compete and, and are out in the open water? Is it, is it Does it just feel like it's a lot harder or is it a relatively easy transition?
2: You know, I've been doing this so long that <laughs> I don't think twice about it. Uh, in the beginning, it is challenging because you have the waves and you've got, you know, throwing you from left to right. When I first started, I was using just an inflatable raft, which has a harness that would come off of it to attach to me. What I do now is I have uh, actually a big kayak and they have outriggers on them. So it balances very well. So if it's throwing that around, I'm probably not going to be swimming because it's, it's pretty bad chop at that point. Um, so it's with the new, the, the new setup that we have, it's, it's pretty, you know, it's pretty good. Okay. Um, it doesn't throw you around. It's, it's pretty easy to adjust.
0: Yeah, so he mentioned the harness and stuff when swimming. We haven't mentioned that uh, you you have your own nonprofit organization called Push to Inspire, and he does triathlons and he takes uh, uh, mentally disabled and you know and handicap people out. and I'll let him explain it, but that's what he's talking about when he's swimming. He's pulling somebody. Yeah, so uh, that's a, that's a serious. Uh, yeah. endurance. As if doing it yourself is not enough. Right. right. Yeah. So. Well, Yeti, we'll let you talk about that uh, a little bit, but let's let's start for a little bit from the beginning. So tell us what life was like for
2: you when you were growing up as Little Yeti. Little Yeti grew up in Michigan. Didn't, little Yeti didn't realize how much he hated the cold until he moved to Florida. Right. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I wasn't so little when I came down. I played baseball through college um, up there. Um, When I stopped playing, I I, uh, started, you know, drinking regularly, um, putting weight on. I was up to about 230 pounds. Um, I smoked a pack of cigarettes, minimum a day. I kind of always, you know, you just kind of know things like you just have these feelings like I know this is what, you know, I have a feeling about being the sun. I had no idea why. I just felt like the warmth would be a part of my own dealing with life. And this is, again, living in Michigan, came down here and 08 um 09 i i said you know i don't want to do this anymore um i saw a guy who's recently he's recently passed but the Hoyts. a lot of people have heard of him it's a father-son team He's done iron man with them a lot um and i saw that and i still remember i was i was drinking at the time i told my wife at the time i said i'm going to do that one day and be one of those featured stories on tv it was uh, an iron man telecast and she laughed at me she was like what and I mean, I get it, you know, I mean, I wasn't exactly my right frame of mind to say it, but sure enough, a few years later, you know, through hard work, through good people around, you know, we were the featured story. Um, shortly after that, I got divorced. Ended up back in Michigan, fell right back on my face. Um I was fortunate enough to get married again in 2018. My current wife, she knew, like, I'd never, despite having fallen back on my face, she knew that... um I wasn't going to stop. So I got back to that point of being healthy and doing what I love to do. She supported me through it. Um, and, you know, here we are now. So it's been three years. I've been back on this journey again. Um, you know, I hope just to be that source of inspiration for people that, you know, don't think they can make the change, you know, that they see somebody who's just an average guy who's done it. And, um, and, and the important part for Furthering that is, I I believe by adding the the part with the special needs people, it's not just about me. You know, yeah, it's about me, right? Because I've got to stay focused. I've got to stay in shape. But if I don't, I'm letting other people down. And um, so it provides another layer of accountability. And that's why, you know, for me, I I feel it's it's very important to have something larger than yourself when you want to make a change.
0: Nice, nice. So uh, that's there's a lot to unpack there. Let's let's go back and I want to. I know that you said you played baseball, um, and you got a, you played a, on scholarship in college. So what position did you play in baseball?
2: No, I was a catcher. And the funny thing about that, they called me Flash because I was so slow. I was literally the slowest guy on the team, so they nicknamed me Flash. That was another <laughs> nickname I had. Uh, nice. But it's kind of funny now at 44. You know, if we all lined up to run, I probably wouldn't do so bad for myself. Right. Yeah. And where did you go to college? Uh, Wayne State. It's outside of Detroit, or in De- well, in Detroit. Yeah, cool. And
0: what did you study there? What did you, you get your degree in? Uh, business, general business. Okay, cool. And then, and, and you got married. You moved to Florida,
2: right? And uh, do you have children? I do. I have a daughter. She's thirteen. Um, her mom's in Michigan still, so. What I've done since COVID and all that is, I I basically commute her every two weeks. So every two weeks, I'm on a plane taking her to Michigan, come home, do the same thing two weeks later, and that's so that you know, from a lifestyle standpoint, I can maintain you know my sanity and yeah, you know, we're in Florida, my wife and I.
0: Nice. All right. So uh, how'd you how'd you end up in the Florida in the first place?
2: Honestly, I, I just knew that I needed to be somewhere warm. I I just knew that. I wanted more out of life, but I felt like, um, you know, the weather would play a big part in that. I didn't know what it meant. I wasn't into tries at the time or any of that. You know, I had no idea what it meant. Um, and I ended up getting a, into a school here. I was getting a master's in mental health counseling. Mm-hmm. Um, and my teacher worked for the school district said, Hey, why don't you apply? I did and got a job as a teacher, um, which I'm not a teacher by trade, but got hired as a teacher and that brought us down here in 2000 what, seven? So when you first
0: moved down there, where did you live?
2: I've always been in this area. Okay. Um, we were uh, yeah, Bradenton, right by I-75, and same area as well.
0: Yeah, beautiful area, man. Um, getting really crowded down there, though. Um, th- cool, and then, yes. so then, what, what made you go back to Michigan?
2: Went through my divorce. Um, my daughter ended up back there, and so, I was at a point where I was just in Florida, where I followed my daughter home, and I followed her home, and tried to figure it out. Which, you know, eventually I did. But you know, like I said, life kicked me in the face again, pretty yeah, hard. Yeah, yeah. You kind so of there was never end.
0: Uh, yeah, you kind of relapse into the you know getting out of shape again and smoking and stuff, right?
2: I didn't smoke, but I was drinking. drinking. I was. fat. I mean, I didn't want to just get a nine to five job because I still wanted to. Die. Again, I never wanted to give up working with the people i do because i knew i needed it and i knew they needed it so you know i tried different businesses i mean it was it sucked i mean you know a lot of times divorce happens and it you know it it just impacts it it impacts it impacts the person but you know when you take that whole geography out of it for me that geography was my sanity i mean that was a huge thing to rip up amongst everything else so Yeah. yeah it was tough yeah,
0: but you came back from it. When you were first down in Florida, the organization you started was called Care to Try?
2: Yeah, it was. Um, I started that in 2009. And um, same idea, I raced with special needs people. I was doing, you know, at the peak, like 30 races a year. It was a lot. Um, but all just in the local air market. Um, and I did that for, you know, four or five years. We, we maintained it. When, when I came back down three years ago, though, there were people that were still working within that group. I said, look, you guys keep it, you keep the equipment, um, just change the name, and I want to start my deal again and kind of go off on my own, so yeah. that's what I did.
0: Yeah, so you started Push to Inspire. Do you have other guys working with you in that?
2: You know, I've got a lot of people that um, support and help. Um, as far as the racing goes, you know, that here and there, people say, hey, I want to do it. Sure, here's the equipment, you need people, um, whatever you need, but that's... It, I don't, you know, it's not like I'm out there trying to get people necessarily to race, but yes, it does happen. Um, and there's a, a big group of people like the F T V guys are great. Mm-hmm. Um, there's just a ton of support for it. And yeah. Yeah. So, um, you
0: said when you were initially doing it, it, was about 30 races a year. That sounds like a lot to me. Yeah. It was just... Are you still doing that many?
2: No, I've gotten smarter. <laughs> um, I'm not doing that. You know, I'll do five to 10 a year. Not all tries. Um, I'm trying to, you know, to branch out, um, and not just do Florida, right? Cause I feel like what we do and the message, that the messages that, you know, are within from the, from the including special needs people to also inspire the couch potato. It's those are messages that need to be out there. So I'm actually trying to branch out and get to different areas. Just, you know, recently just did one in Arkansas, which was a great experience. Um, those people I had six different, it was, it was, that was a pretty, packed weekend it was three races in two days mm. and they've never seen anything like it that people never have done it um, so it just it was good for them you know it was something different uh, and that's that makes me excited you know because it's not the same people that are oh we have to do this you know it's it's new people that have never had that opportunity and if you hadn't make if i hadn't made that change you know they wouldn't be out there doing it so It's rewarding from a personal, selfish standpoint as well. Sure. Sure.
1: How how do you generally get connected to uh, the participants?
2: You know, locally here in Florida, I've been doing it long enough that I've got the connections with the different groups that are out there. There used to be cerebral palsy group. Um, There's the Haven, Easter Seals. When I go to a new area, you know, this one, I I messaged a couple people on Facebook that were running groups. One of them was a moms group uh, support group for moms the lady running it reached out. She's like, I've got people. <laughs> she was a little hesitant at first. I found out when I met her in Arkansas, but she had five people. And then I found another one. So I had six different people. And she said, if you come back next year, which I hope you do, I'll have, I'll have a list of people that want to do this. She just, you know, she its kind of weird, you know, like what do you mean you want to pull my kid around? Like they don't know me. They have no yeah. clue what I want to do. So, but that's not, you know, social media, Different groups, and it's usually fairly easy to find people.
0: Yeah, and how like how big could these people be that you're you know dragging through the water and pushing on the bike and, or you know pulling on the bike? I
2: mean, I'd say, you know, I've had people upwards of 200 pounds, which that's not normal, and that was rough. Yeah. Um, I would say your average person is going to be because these are adults. Most people a lot of times think it's kids. Right. It's not kids most of the time. Yeah, those, these are adults, 120 to 150 pounds would be the normal right. weight of a person I'm pulling. Wow.
0: And what are, are the triathlons different distances or are they, uh, what are the distances for the triathlons?
2: Um, so there's sprint, which is your short one, which is still not that short. And then there's an Olympic, a half and a full. What I did in Arkansas was I did a sprint, an Olympic and then a super sprint all within a 24 hour period. So that Olympic one was upwards of four hours time wise to give you an idea. I mean, it's then you turn around in the afternoon and do a sprint, which is another two hours. So, I, you know, in a day, it's it's a, it's a good workout. Yeah. I'll say, holy cow. Do you, um, do
0: they let you go off earlier than the rest of the uh, contestants?
2: Most of the races. Yes. They usually, Hey, whatever you need. Uh, well, how does this work? What's the easiest way to do this? And, Typically, yes, going off ahead, if so I can get 10, 15 minutes, by the time we're out of the water or near the end, you know, the first person hasn't caught us or, you know, you're not having a mass of people catch you. So right. typically that's the best. I've done some large races, which if you've been down here, St. Anthony's, which is in St. Pete, I don't know if you've heard of that one. It's yeah. a huge, okay. I mean, there's, there was upwards of 5,000 people. So they, you know, they can, care. <laughs> They're not really, you know, they just don't be the Saint mission. It's I mean, I have, I've been out in the Gulf. People are holding on to my kayak thinking it's a rescue boat. <laughs> um, so that, it gets dangerous. I mean, technically technically, directors are very good about working with you.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even think of that. That
2: that would be pretty hard. <laughs> yeah,
0: I thought it. Yeah,
2: yeah. it's not enough to pull a person. You've got people holding on to the boat. Yeah, <laughs>
0: like, get <laughs> off go. Um, so how do you train for this? Because, you know, I mean, you could run and swim and bike, but how do you train for the extra uh, drag, the extra weight?
2: The same way. Um, I, you know, I like, to, I like to look at myself as just, a perf- you know, I'm, I'm, I'm addictive in everything I do. So I don't train. You know, I don't do that anymore. But my exercise is no different. You know, two three workouts a day, no problem. You know, I space it. I, I put a lot of time and a lot of volume into it. Now, for this thing in Arkansas, I mean, there was multiple workouts a day. I was using the equipment, putting 120 pounds of sand in it. I mean, that's not my norm, but yeah. that's how I prepared for the last one. But my For a normal race, I would just, you know, do my two, three workouts. I mean, I, you know, I work out probably 16 to 20 hours a week. So, it's it's a decent amount of volume for a sprint triathlon. Yeah, I would think that the
0: swimming would be the hardest to train for. I mean, you you have a pool, you're swimming, and they let you bring in the, the thing that you're dragging in the pool?
2: I can. Now keep in mind, so a sprint tries maybe 800 yards. I mean, our normal workouts are over 4,000 that I'm swimming three or four times a week. So my volume is so far beyond what the race is that we even putting the harness on it. It's, you know, it's it's not very difficult. Got it.
0: Got it. Typically. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, has your, uh, faith played a role in all this? Do you, uh, do you go to church? What do you do?
2: We do. We go to a church um, close to here. It's a one of the one of the churches that are growing in the area. Um, it's non-denominational. I was raised Catholic. As I've gotten older, we go to a non-denominational type church, you know, regularly. What's the church? I
0: might have visited it. Grace. 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 No, I don't think we visited that one. Yeah. It's south of
2: um, Lakewood Ranch, off of Lakewood Ranch Boulevard, south of um, University. Back yeah, in that industrial I think, era. yeah.
0: I think I know where it is, but I, I we ended up at Bayside. Bayside, I think that was the name of it. Really, mega church, okay. big one. Yeah, this one's not quite as big, but it's you know similar. Yeah. All right, cool, man. So, um, dial up. You got anything else? Yeah. So
1: you know you've been with F three about a year now, right? This is. I have. Of, yep. Yeah. So, like, how, how has that changed your your I guess your training or what kind of impact have you seen just in general in your life from from being part of the F three group down there at Lakewood Ranch with being in the boys?
2: So, from a uh, from the athletic standpoint, I mean, those boys are fast. So, <laughs> it's pushed me to a point I never thought I'd be that way. Beyond that, they're good. I mean, they're they're just a good group of guys. Like, you know, just uh, the way they interact. You know, we all connect through social media. Someone's not around. Hey, how you doing? haven't seen you. You know, they're just, I don't don't really know how to explain it other than it's just a really good group of guys that make you feel welcome. There's accountability and you don't even necessarily have to have the closest relationship outside of that. It's, but it's, it's a really cool thing. Um, And like I said, just really good guys. Um, Bing's done a great job with, you know, putting the group together you know, he runs, you know, he runs, runs things. Um, yeah. And he, he's just done a great job there. Has,
1: has he coordinated a, a, an outing yet for cafeteria to the twin peaks that was opening up down in that
2: area? (laughs) If he did, I wasn't invited. Okay,
0: (laughs) (laughs) That was for you Bing. Yeah. Yeah. You you have to listen to an earlier episode where dial up went in a twin peaks with his wife. They, they didn't know exactly what they were getting into. But Bing, Bing was looking forward to going to the one down there. Don't yeah, we? yeah, it was <laughs> certainly a second F uh, opportunity there.
1: All right. Anyway, moving on.
0: No doubt. <laughs> where did that put? Where did they put that in? Do you know where it is? I, I didn't know there was one here. I mean, you oh. guys
2: obviously are staying up up with the area more than me. I didn't oh, know there was one here. Yeah.
0: Well, Bing 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 was
1: keeping us up to date. He was right. he was listening to he was listening to an episode apparently where we talked about it and then like text us while we were right. recording another episode. Uh, and so, yeah, so we knew one was coming in down there, which was kind of kind of funny.
0: Yeah, I've never been to one. I, I see. Know. Yeah, you know, I think I maybe
2: have gone once up in Michigan, but no, I, and I, I don't even have to text them and see where it's at. Yeah. I hear the food's great. <laughs> it,
1: it is. It actually I'm is sure. it's really good. Just like Hooters. <laughs> <laughs> All right, anyway, what yeah. else are we going to talk about? <laughs> <laughs> Back so, to you, D-Fib. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right, so uh, push to inspire. Um, if somebody wanted to join you You like could they you know just reach out to you and say hey i'd like to get involved
2: yeah i mean if if they wanted if they needed accountability if they wanted to do a race i mean whatever it is that they needed you know a lot of people think i'm trying to get people just to race and do what i do and that's not the case um i'm really challenging or hoping to challenge people that need to make a change to look outside of themselves whatever that is and do something bigger than yourself with it. You know, if you want to basket weave, figure out a way to include people that can't basket weave and do something for them. It's it's not about doing what I do. Um, if they want accountability, if they need someone to, you know, just, hey, I feel defeated, and they need to talk to someone, I'd be happy to talk to them. Mm-hmm. Um, my email is, you know, push to inspire Gmail. I have a website, push to inspire.org. Um, but yeah, I'd be more than happy to help
0: people. Yeah, that's awesome, man. You want to do uh, work for something bigger than yourself, right?
2: Well, that's the thing. You know, the example I use, think of like the person who's real heavy, right? They lose the weight. Everybody tells them how great they look. Fast forward a year or two, right? Nobody remembers that they were heavy. What keeps them going? You know, you see those people fall back. Why? Because there's nothing to keep you going. You've got to have a goal. You have to have a reason to continue to keep that weight up. Yeah. You know, because I think we live in this illusion where you think that, or delusion, that you think I'm going to lose all the weight and you know, my life's going to be great and everything's going to be wonderful and I'm not going to have any problems. Well, you find out <laughs> once you do that, that, Hey, life still happens. Yeah. You're healthier, but it's not like this magic thing where all of a sudden you're on cloud nine. That's not, that's not reality. Yeah. So you have to have a goal, something bigger than yourself to keep you going. Yeah. That's good. stuff. I, I agree. You, you got to have a why
0: you can, what, why do you do it? You know, and uh, you got to find a good reason um, and setting goals is really good. I mean, I we ran this Blue Ridge Relay recently, and uh, I think one of the one of the real uh, advantages of doing things like that is that, well, you have a goal to train for then, and but you're doing it with other guys. You're doing it as a team, so you don't want to let your teammates down, and so it pushes you a little bit harder. Um, but this is even bigger than that. I mean, you're doing something for uh, for folks and making an impact on them. Do you have any uh, cool stories about any of the people that you took out there?
2: Uh, I, I mean... In, in what sense i mean i'm sure the answer is yes i'm just you know, you're catching me off guard uh, yeah the 20 i, I, 20 I 20 just
0: 20. dropped that on you
2: i mean the first time i ever did it her name was nadia i still talk to her this was about '09, and you know i thought i was familiar with special needs people and her mom puts her in the cart she has to pick her up she can't walk That's she's got certainly um nadia you know she's in the car. i'm talking to her she's not obviously she's not saying anything right and i hear giggling a little bit but and as i'm running keep in mind i was newly sober i'm doing this i'm still fat even um and i remember i still remember running with her and telling myself you're going to go to hell for this like this is all about you you're not you're exploiting this person and i'm like oh my god i couldn't have been this wrong like i was literally having a panic attack when we got done her mom went to take her out of the car and she started biting her mom, hitting her, and kicking her. Oh, wow. And I'm like, what's that about? She was she didn't want to get out. So I was like, holy, like, than one. Yeah. Just because they don't communicate the way we expect the people to doesn't mean that they're not enjoying something. Yeah. You know, our families know. Um, and that same girl went in for surgery. Her mom called me laughing a couple years ago. She said that the, the nurse was back there with her and they asked her if she was married. And, um... She said yes and they asked her husband's name and she calls me Greggy. And she said, "Greggy, Yeah, she moans out Greggy. And her my wife came out and asked her, she's like, Is she married? And her mom started She's like, No, she's not you know, She's forty seven years old. Um, but no, she's not married. But the you know, my mom thought it was hilarious. So that's that's the kind of impact though, um, just by taking the time to care about somebody else, our paths would have never crossed. Yeah. Her mom's, you know, her mom's in, in interviews has said you know, he's the first person to come over and ask her to come out and play, you know, which we right. take her granted without having that. And yet, to, to the family, that means something. So I think that's a pretty good story. And that was the first one. Yeah, that's a great that a, story. Yeah, that a wonderful
0: story. That's a great story. That's the best part of this whole episode. I think. Yeah, no Man. doubt. Imagine, you know, just, just bringing some cheer to somebody uh, that's you know, in it, you know, special needs. something, person. Yeah. Something
1: you take for granted every day. Yeah. Right. Just going for a run. Yeah, well, Whatever it might the be. The bigger
2: part of that too, the bigger part of that is the impact it makes on the families, which I didn't realize at the time either. But now having done this so long, like I had a, a boy up in Tennessee, his parents, I got there. They, I mean, they like rolled out a red card. I'm like, guys like, no, like, what are you doing? They, you would have thought like I had given them a million dollars. They interviewed her for the news. Her son was probably one of the most severe, people i've ever seen couldn't open his eyes couldn't talk i mean nothing um and on the news interview i w- I watched it later and she said this was because it was on mother's day she said this is the best mother's day my son gift my son has ever given me and i'm like i mean i think you know again it was one of those like how is this family going to get anything out of this and yet yeah. my mom's on tv crying saying this is the best gift her son's ever given her um you know when you when you when you're a part of something like that i I don't really know the words that, you know, there's really no words to put to it other than I'm glad I decided to make a change.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, now that you mentioned that, like I'm, I'm sitting here thinking like, have, have you ever, have you ever had cases where a family member saw the joy that, that their child or, or maybe a relative got out of participating in an event with you and that inspired them like, Hey, I saw how much they enjoyed this. Like, why? Why do I have to go to to, to you, Yeti to to do, to do this to bring a smile to my kid's face? Why don't Why don't I get in shape so I could do this? Have Have you seen that with
2: anybody? At that same race, one of the caregivers of another person. Because again, I don't race with one person at a race. Usually, it's three. Another person in that race had a caregiver who was a swimmer. She couldn't bike. Couldn't run. Um, I heard from her shortly thereafter, and I thought it was just going to be like, yeah, whatever. She's just talking, but she ended up starting a group where they go and swim with people awesome. because of this. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I've had parents do it, but usually the parents say, "I don't want to do it." You can do it. Yeah,
1: <laughs> that's that's awesome. Yeah, because I mean, doing doing it for the for the sure. for the kid. Or, I thought this. So I'm saying kid, thing. but they're yeah. like you said, they're adults. But like for but doing this for someone, you know, with with the special needs is is one thing, but inspiring others to now multiply your efforts Mm -hmm. now we got more people that are doing it that's 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 huge you know especially if you see how much
0: joy your your child's getting out of it yeah
1: because that's how i'd be like if there was like if i let myself go that bad and i just saw how much joy my kid got from something someone else was doing i'd be like dude i want to do the same thing right Right? yeah
0: yeah it's good stuff brother well um i'm you know humbled by what you're doing I don't do anything like that so uh, but I'm happy to be able to uh, have you on here to share your story so other guys could hear it and uh, and who knows maybe somebody out there one will be inspired to do something like this yeah 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 we have well, I got
2: one question for you guys sure sure since we're wrapping up which one of you guys are gonna push some more
1: <laughs> we were called out by the uh, Speed for Need guys too. We had we yeah. had one of them on. I, I'm forgetting the PAX members <laughs> really that uh, ran that. But yeah, we we got to follow up on this a little bit. You go to Florida more often than I do, so I'm going to punch you to the Florida guys. Okay, and I'll go to the Speed <laughs> for Need guys. I think they were in Virginia or something yeah. like
0: that. Yeah, I have a hard enough running. You can just run. I have a hard enough running myself. Although I
1: would not mind going to Florida and and getting to do a beat down with banging those guys sometimes. So oh yeah, maybe we'll, be yeah great. Maybe we'll just do that. Yeah. All right, we'll cover both.
0: All right, we'll see, man. Yeah, you,
1: just, you need you need one without swimming. I can't do a tri- I can't do a triathlon. I'll be the you guy.
2: will be the guy. Hang,
1: I'll be the guy hanging on the side of the, the
2: side of the boat, paddling, trying to pull the boat in. <laughs> pull me in, Yeti. I'll pull you. In, yeah. No, you can come down and just do a running race. You don't All have right. to do a try. We'll start you easy.
1: <laughs> you know what's going to happen now? Bing's going to be bugging us like crazy. Like when are uh, you coming down? When are yeah, you coming down? Well, when are you coming down?
0: Well, you you you. you. All right. You know, you, you could do it. Go all ahead. Right. Let's go. <laughs> I would love to be able to do yeah, it. I, yeah. I have to get uh, heal up a little bit more before I can pull somebody. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's awesome, Yeti. I, I, like I said, I'm just well, uh, humbled you, and inspired by it. It's really good stuff. Um, I got a, two more questions for you. Uh, we asked this of all our guests. The first question is if, if you were uh, to pick somebody, it uh, could be somebody from the distant past, somebody you know, present day, whatever, that you would say is sort of a hero or somebody that you look up to. Who would you choose?
2: I'd say my mom. You know, she's um, she's got a, a, a disability. I never knew it growing up, but never complained about it. Just kept going through life. She's got muscular dystrophy. Never lets it stop. Even now, it's 70, whatever. She is 72. Gets up, goes to the gym. Barely walk, but still does it. Um, so I'd I my mom.
0: Very nice. I'm sure, sure she'd love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so the next question is, last question is, uh, if you were, well, this is your chance to speak to the men of America. What is your message for the men of America?
2: Just don't ever quit. You know, it's okay to fall on your face. It's okay, it's okay to, 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 um, to fail, but mm-hmm. it's not a problem until you quit. So just don't stop trying. Basically, even you know, I know that's cliche, but you're gonna fall on your face. You're not gonna get everything the first time. The problem that's not the problem. The problem is when you say I'm done. I'm just gonna accept whatever that is, whatever the. thing you shouldn't be doing it. When you accept that, that's the problem. You
0: got yeah, that's it. That's a great, great message, man. Yeah, yeah. Don't quit. Um, and everybody fails. Everyone runs into problems. Everyone runs into trials and tribulations. Yeah. If
1: you don't fail once in a while, you're not
0: trying hard enough stuff, right? that's true well, exactly <laughs> you're not doing it right yeah. yeah that's true it reminds me of rocky balboa's speech mm-hmm. i won't repeat it yeah <laughs> look it up That's uh, right. uh well yeah brother I, you know like i said i, I know this, i've said it twice already but i really am humbled and inspired by what you're doing uh there uh i think it's fantastic I may mean, god bless you and everything that you're doing out there and, and with all those folks and uh i'm glad that you uh you found you found your purpose right you found your purpose yeah I think so. <laughs> yeah. I think so. If not, I don't know what it would be. Yeah. 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 I hear you, yeah. man. So dial up.
1: We got ourselves a high impact man who's putting others before himself, which yep. is uh you know what what we're called to do.
0: Absolutely. Right? So
1: yeah, I, I echo right. dfib's thoughts here, inspired and encouraged by, by what you're doing and uh hope uh God continues to bless you in that service that you're providing down there.
0: Yeah.
2: Well, I appreciate you guys are both class acts. I appreciate you having me on and um, meeting you, and hopefully I meet you in person. We can go run together on that Thursday morning run. That sounds good. All <laughs> right. Is that the
0: run where they run over? It, they run back and forth over that bridge, over that
2: uh, overpass. That's the one.
0: Yeah, I did that's that. The one I did. I, yeah. put I did that years ago <laughs> with those guys, and uh, yeah, I was the six. But their bridge repeats. But the the it's the only way you could get a hill in Florida. Yeah. So uh,
2: that is true.
0: Yeah, yeah. There were there were some fast guys there. They don't do anything. Well, I don't know if, about now, but there's no like reciting of the five core principles. There's no mission statement. There's no shovel flag. There's the there's, no mosey, there's no mosey. There's no circle of pain or warm up. It's just okay, ready go. <laughs> right? That is that how it works?
2: Yeah, I don't. That first part, I I don't know what that is. Yes, we pretty much. Hey, it's five fifteen. Time to go. Yeah, they so, just take off. Running. They have a couple different routes, but that's that's what we do. Yeah,
0: cool. Yeah, that's not too far from where I used to live.
2: No, I, I know exactly where you used to live. That's on um, one of my routes. I go by there all the time.
0: Yeah. All right, go go uh, run by my old neighbors, Kathy and Jose. Tell them I said hi.
2: <laughs> <laughs> will do. I all appreciate right, it again, guys. Yeah, right. God bless you. you. See you, see you later. Thanks, man. Tell, tell the see boys you.
0: down there we said hi.
2: Absolutely. Thank you. And
0: this will be on, what, two weeks? Two weeks? Yeah, two Mondays from now. Yep, you got it.
2: Awesome. All right, guys. Thank you. All, all right, right, brother. See you. Bye-bye.
1: Yeah. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. I would like to thank our guests for joining us and sharing their story of becoming a high impact man. More information and resources can be found at highimpactman.com. If you like this podcast, please consider following us on our social media pages or email us at him at highimpactman.com. That is H I M at highimpactman.com. The High Impact Man podcast has a new episode every week and you can find them on Apple Podcast, Spotify and Google Podcast
2: platforms. Have a great week everyone.